0: Hello everyone, welcome to our Sunday episode of In Conversation with IPR and Competition Law. I am Ishita Borwa, the host of this podcast's episode. I hope you have listened to our weekend episodes. Today we have VC Matthews with us, who is an alumnus of Symbiosis Law School, pursued his LLM in Intellectual Property Laws from Queen Mary University, London, and is an Intellectual Property Group Head at Fox London & Associates, Delhi. SIR has an extensive work experience of more than 13 years in trademark, copyright, and design prosecutions and handles both Indian and international clients. SIR's practice focuses on advising on all aspects of trademarks, copyright, and design prosecution, including clearance, searches, application strategic development, and management of worldwide trademark copyright, and design portfolios, with prior experience in handling matters in the contentious and non-contentious field. His experience and focus is to assist clients with commercial and holistic solutions to the numerous intellectual property problems. Sir has handled clients across various industries such as apparel, luxury, pharmaceuticals, FMCG, technology and retail and regularly appears before the five trademark registries in the Indian with an in-depth knowledge as to its working. Hello, Matthew, sir. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you, Ishita. It's wonderful to be here.
0: Before we begin... With our topic today that is intellectual property issues in the metaverse potential threats and the way ahead i want to ask you what led your interest merge towards intellectual property rights and then integrating yourself with fox bundle and associates delhi and your journey towards becoming the group head at fox bundle and associates and lastly your experience with your clients and your goal towards ipr
1: so i always wanted to do ipr uh... The interest perked when I did a course which is part of my curriculum in college. Subsequent to that to strengthen my resolve to see whether I actually liked the topic, to take it up as something that I wanted to practice for the rest of my life. I did an internship. The internship reaffirmed to me what I already knew that I liked the topic. I went on to do a second internship as well in the topic. And I then went on to practice IPR for a couple of years. Subsequently, I also did my master's at the Queen Mary University of London, further my studies in the field. Uh, Started off as an associate in Bombay and continued working up in in the law firm. Um, I was not with Fox earlier, but obviously subsequently I've taken over as a group head at Fox in and Associates in Delhi. IPR is a field which has garnered a lot of attention over the last decade or so. I remember when I started off, there were only a couple of students or a couple of colleagues who wanted to take up IPR as an area of expertise to practice in. Subsequently, today we find so many kids taking IPR and it seems that it is a subject of great interest today. And that's kind of important today because everything that you see around you today is governed by one form of intellectual property or the other.
0: Oh Yes sir, that's very beautiful sir and true sir, IPR has been garnering a lot of attention and sir, um, let us now start with the question and answer series. Sir, um, let's start with a basic question, can you tell us what is a metaverse and simplify it for the listeners?
1: So the metaverse is a terminology which has garnered a lot of attention over the last year or so, I would say. It has been in existence for a while now, but it is only over the last one or two years that the media has written a lot about it and we have got to know this term quite intimately. simple language. It's nothing but a network of computer-generated environments where users can create digital avatars and interact with other digital avatars. Users can also purchase and sell items such as clothing, footwear, listen to live concerts, and such. The items that you purchase could be used for your digital avatar, or it could be linked to real-world purchases as well.
0: Okay, um, so now moving on to the next question. So what can we expect when it comes to the future of the metaverse? Is there a future to the metaverse?
1: Oh, yes, there's definitely a future to the metaverse. We are at a very nascent stage currently. We are maybe at the start of a very, very exciting time, you could say. Think of how you may want to be physically or mentally, you know, this could be achieved by a digital avatar. I could maybe state today that I want to look like Johnny Bravo and I could be that in the metaverse. I may not be like that in real life, but I could be that in the metaverse. If you look around you in the last two plus years or even more, everything has turned digital, starting from your payments to identity verification and so on and so forth. A digital reality like the metaverse that has been proposed definitely has a potential for transforming the way people and enterprises perceive and use technology. I could think of a few areas where the metaverse would take prominence. The starters, unlocking new opportunities in marketing. Many brands have successfully capitalized on the marketing opportunities in the metaverse. To take a recent example, Roblox has started placing ads for brands such as paramount and warner media the ads in the metaverse resemble real life and mix well into gameplay as well where you can find ads in the right places for example billboard ads in the game or branded clothing worn by characters in the game offer promising brand exposure secondly we could look at it as advanced metaverse blockchain use cases which could develop Metaverse blockchain benefits could foster the development of new realistic and engaging non-fungible token marketplaces. We've already seen a spurt of non-fungible token marketplaces and we're going to see more as well in the coming years. Virtual tourism is another place where Metaverse could play an important part. Imagine me going to see the pyramids in Egypt sitting where I am today. I could have it could i could do that in the metaverse metaverse virtual reality and augmented reality could come together for creating this kind of an immersive digital environment popular video streaming platforms such as youtube and many other content hosting services are currently expanding the collections of the 360 degree video content that they have recently i was also reading an article where you could see ancient and historical sites. So I could go and see these ancient historical sites Why the metaverse. So it's basically an alternative future for tourism which we are going to see, virtual tourism as the term goes. We are also going to see virtual office and learning spaces. So the metaverse can help in offering experience where you feel like working or learning in the same room together. Companies such as VirtualWalks have capitalized on Metaverse Metaverse use cases in creating virtual offices. Educational institutions have also identified the potential for bridging communication gaps with Metaverse benefits. Gaming. This is the most talked about and popular Metaverse use case that is out there. Metaverse has opened up doors to a new breed of games with play-to-earn models. With decentralized economic models, developers and publishers can allow users to reap economic returns from their gaming experiences. So in a crux, these are a couple of the use cases that are out there as respect of the metaverse.
0: Thank you, sir, for explaining us. Um, it, it, It seems really interesting, the future of metaverse and also the present currently. Sir, uh, moving into the next question, sir, uh, is, is there going to be an increase in patents for technology because of Metaverse?
1: There will surely be an increase in patents in the technology sphere. Let's look at how we interact with the Metaverse currently. At best, you can see it's in a very rudimentary stage. As the years go on, we are going to have numerous newer ways in which we engage in the metaverse with other avatars and other use cases as well. All of this will result in newer patterns in the technological field being filed. We haven't even seen the the start of what is going to be there in the future. So we, we are at a very, very nascent stage. But there is definitely going to be a lot of patterns filed or technology related to the Metaverse, if not the basic underlying Metaverse in itself.
0: Um, Sir, uh, what are your views when it comes to trademark implications for brands that are uh, setting up virtual stores in the Metaverse?
1: So this is something that has been on an increase recently. We are going to see a huge number of companies wanting to file applications, goods and services for virtual stores in the Metaverse. We are looking at a time when we could purchase a virtual T-shirt for my avatar, and also maybe pick up the actual one from the brick and mortar store. We're going to have to gear up, tackle the challenges of trademark infringements. I mean, we've already had certain flashpoints. The most talked about is in respect of Hermes the company, which is behind the famous Birkin line of handbags. They have spoken out against a collection of non-fungible tokens, known as metaburkens, calling them an infringement on the Hermes trademark.
0: Oh. Uh, Thank you for that uh, case also, sir, about the Hermes company uh, and explaining us. So, uh, moving on to the next question, sir, uh, what is the implication of the metaverse with respect to copyrights? How does it change the landscape of copyright protection? And how prepared is the copyright law when it comes to metaverse?
1: Take care of all the glitz and glamour. Metaverse is nothing but a line of code. The software will likely be heavily contested as it is developed, copyrighted, licensed, and enforced. There are going to be infringements in the metaverse, especially as brands are currently looking at it as a medium to advertise and then use the same to also have people make both digital and real-world purchases. We have come across concerts being held in the metaverse and there being music played. We are going to see infringement in the sphere of music, which is also going to happen. Our laws do need slight amendments to be able to tackle the menace of infringement within the metaverse. Enforceability is going to be a major issue. Who am I going to enforce a judgment against? A digital avatar? Or is it the company which owns the metaverse? Is the avatar a legal person? These are questions which are going to come in front of us and which will need to be answered. And therefore, our laws will have to shape up to be able to tackle these challenges.
0: Uh, Yes, sir, I hope the laws uh, build up fast so that all these problems could be tackled in the future. Sir, uh, can you talk about the impact of metaverse on the NFTs, if there are any?
1: Let's start by understanding what an NFT or a non-fungible token is the INR balance or rupee balance in your mobile wallet is fungible. Every rupee is exactly the same as another rupee. Any one rupee can be exchanged for another one rupee. So I could give you one rupee and you could give me one rupee back. It's pretty much the same. Things like real estate and art are non-fungible because no two of them are identical. Non-fungible tokens are the Crypto versions of things like art and real estate. They are used as a digital proof of ownership of the underlying asset. An NFT is a unique token on a blockchain. It can be attached to any asset to verify its authenticity and ownership. The coming of age of the metaverse will see an increased usage of NFTs nfts function in the metaverse in the same way that real world items do in the real world nfts are an integral component of the emerging metaverse whose survival is dependent on asset tokenization to make use of the combined benefits of nfts and metaverse every metaverse project whether gaming or business must mix the two in the metaverse NFTs are useful in a wide range of applications. NFTs play a crucial role in asset ownership to interoperable blockchain games. NFT technology is also necessary to give the asset owner absolute digital ownership. The viability of NFTs in blockchain games especially is a primary reason for their popularity in the metaverse. By complementing the virtual environment, interoperable games enhance the development of gaming metaverses. You have so many games on the metaverse today, you could breed horses and race them. that's, That's a game which is out there. So, the scope is endless. Additionally, metaverse events such as concerts and live events Also use NFT ticketing systems to distribute tickets to the intended audiences. Recently, closer home, Dalair they had given a concert within the metaverse, though rudimentary in its, uh, in its execution, I would say, it still proved or show what could be in the future.
0: Uh, Sir, uh, do you believe that there are problems that can be perceived in the field of intellectual property in the Metaverse?
1: We are definitely going to have problems. There's no uh, thinking that we won't. If we go back in history till the invention of the printing press, we did not have many intellectual property infringements. Fast forward till recently with the advent of technologies such as the 3D printers and such, we see a multitude of infringements coming around. Technology has always been a double-edged sword for us. We are going to be looking at problems in the form of IP infringements, IP ownership issues, licensing issues, technology patterns, violations of privacy, personality rights, moral rights, and more in the coming times. Enforceability issues and the concept of territoriality of laws and questions regarding the legality of a digital avatar is also some of the perceivable problems that I can think of which are going to crop up in the very, very near future.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir, for also like telling about the potential problems that can be, um, that we can see. Sir, uh, moving on to the next question, what can be the solution to these perceived problems?
1: Law is dynamic and it changes with advancements in society. It always has and always will. I remember when the internet took off, we had so many problems with domain name infringements and the law was amended as required to tackle these problems. Similarly, I believe that there will be quite a few changes in the IP and IT laws that we have to tackle the problems presented by the metaverse and non-fungible tokens. Questions regarding ownership of NFTs, ownership of digital assets, which mirror real world assets, licensing issues, legalities of a digital avatar, and such are all problems, answers to which will have to come about with amendments in the law or by way of case laws.
0: Sir, um, do you believe that the present legislations alone is enough to secure IP protection in the metaverse, or does it require something more?
1: Our present laws are quite admirable in the sense that they have been dynamic to address issues that we face on a day-to-day basis. However, with the advent of what many are touting as Web 3.0, laws will need to be re-looked at to be potent enough to face the challenges that are coming up in the near future.
0: Sir, in the current legal scenario and IP protection under it, What are the measures that the users can take to ensure protection?
1: Business and business owners need to educate themselves on this new technology and explore how they may use it in relation to their business. Adopting of new technology to their businesses will be required to stay relevant. Therefore, they will also need to protect their intellectual property within the metaverse. Let's take the example of just trademark law for now. We have seen a recent spurt of businesses filing trademark applications for marks covering goods and services in the digital world. To take an example, Nike has filed a series of new trademark applications for its virtual sneaker studio, RTFKT, for downloadable virtual goods, retail store services featuring virtual goods, and entertainment services, namely providing online downloadable, non-downloadable virtual footwear, clothing, headwear, eyewear bags, sports bags and such for use in virtual environments. Another company which has recently made a couple of filings is an Australian energy drinks brand known as Red Bull, which is quite popular in India today. The company filed a trademark application as recently as on March third, two 2022, indicating its plans to enter the virtual reality world of metaverse and offer branded non-fungible tokens. So this was an application for filed at the USPTO.
0: Okay, thank you uh, for the information, sir. Sir, uh, I would want to really ask you, sir, what are the core motives of your life that you want to disseminate to the students and the listeners for life?
1: I would say be humble and work hard. I and mean, there is no substitute for hard work. It has, over the years, become tougher to get opportunities due to the skewed ratio of, I guess, lawyers versus job availability. In this scenario, one needs to work hard to ensure that they put themselves into a position to be, di- to be different from the other job seekers. It is not easy, but not impossible. And when you do get that job, but be patient to rise up the ladder. It takes time. But if one has the quality, one will surely rise up rather than looking to rise too quickly. Give yourself that
0: time. Thank you, sir, for this motto. I think uh, we all listeners should take note of this motto and life lesson from sir. Uh, Thank you, Matthew, sir. I hope you enjoyed today's session.
1: Thank you, Vishuddha, for having me for this session. It was really wonderful to speak to you and the listeners.
0: It was indeed an interesting session to discuss about the metaverse. And I would like to thank all the listeners for tuning into today's episode. And sir, it was a pleasure to have you on our podcast and discuss intellectual property issues in the metaverse, potential threats, and the way ahead. For questions, suggestions, recommendations, please feel free to connect us on our Instagram or LinkedIn accounts. Thank you everyone for listening to episode 22 of our podcast. Hope to host more talk shows every Sunday. This way, we all will learn together the aspects and prospects of IPR and competition law. This is In Conversation with IPR and Competition Law. Thank you. See you soon in the next episode.